Welcome to the Untaming Femininity Podcast. I'm Igena Gerasi. And I'm Sam Allen. And we believe that untamed women are real and powerful. Our podcast is all about inspiring curious women like you to speak and live your truth and to express your femininity on your own terms. Tune in for your weekly dose of depth, lightness and heartfelt shares. Megana, this might sound like an unusual way to begin a podcast episode, but what I want to ask you is, what makes you angry? What else can I expect of you, Sam? Of course, it's always <laughs> unusual. <laughs> it's a guarantee. What makes me angry? Not being respected. Makes me angry injustice, unfairness, not being treated well. My voice being taken away from me, being put in a corner. What else makes me angry? Being taken for granted makes me quite angry. Respected in general, not being respected. As I hear you speak to those things, I notice how much of them is around being diminished in some way, you yes. know? Absolutely, yeah. And, you know, the reason I, I was asking you about anger is I really feel like we women aren't given a great example of how to acknowledge our anger and speak to our anger. And sometimes we feel like we don't even have the right to have that emotion. I fully agree. Absolutely. You're so right about that. And I've worked a lot with my anger when it comes to expressing it, mm-hmm. you know, because what happens usually it's, it is an unmet need that is not being respected. Right. And usually it's quite healthy to express anger or to have anger. It's an emotion that is giving some kind of information. Mm. And when it builds up and it builds up, it goes to the other extreme of becoming unhealthy and it it becomes into an aggressive or explosive expression of anger, which is the unhealthy part, right? And if we, and when I say we, myself included, uh, would have learned quite early how to express anger quite naturally and quite healthily it it would not show or accumulate itself in the body and having to work with a therapist and coaches with anger Mm, yeah i hear you and i think that's the fear isn't it it's that that accumulation makes it feel like a very toxic live too big feeling to channel in a way that's safe And I think that that's what stops people from expressing it and then adds to an even bigger buildup, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And what about you? What stops you from expressing it? Yeah, so, wow. Um, I think sometimes it is that fear. I think it's all of the feelings that I experience are pretty big and dramatic in my world. And anger is... I'm very um, warm person in my body generally. And anger then just brings this massive heat inside of me. 
and it feels almost like it could get bigger than me you know and I get scared by that feeling so yeah sometimes it feels easier to repress it rather than to express it <laughs> um, or at least it did in the past I have to say these days I have found some really great ways to to be with anger and to acknowledge it and let it have a bit of space so but but I do know from past experiences that at times you know it's built and I haven't quite known what to do with it hmm. yeah I'm curious as well like what are your ways now how to deal with it well writing of course so when I'm feeling really strongly and I have that anger feeling rising letting it out through words is cathartic for me and just kind of like brainstorming or brain dumping to use a rather delightful expression onto the page mm. without trying to make a pretty poem but just like exploding the language out is of help to me and also then taking that a step further actually reading the words aloud and you know letting the energy of the words come out of my mouth physically that helps And recently I attended a tantric, shamanic, somatic body pleasure experiencing week. Yes. Again, as you know, <laughs> you've heard a lot about that week. And um, one of the um, de-armoring processes that the, the leader took us through was really powerful. And she showed us various movements that you could do with your body that would allow for a release of a given emotion and one of these techniques was a tantrum like literally like a baby like a child um, you lie on your back you have your knees raised and you begin using your hands one after the other to make fists and you bang the floor with your fists and you do a tantrum like banging the floor with your legs at the same time And um, I believe that something about that childlike release of a primitive emotion done in a safe context on a yoga mat at a chosen time um, allows the system to get rid of that anger, to express some of it and in a safe way. Hmm. That sounds quite powerful, actually. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Like how I do, I sometimes go to boxing classes or kickboxing. <laughs> or as my therapist says, you know, take a pillow and punch it yeah yeah what does that do for you when you're doing your kickboxing or punching or you know punching the pillow it's the transference i guess from my body the freedom the freeing of that stuck emotion in the body and it coming out yeah right it being expressed and usually it's so funny like i can experience it when um when it's out because of course sometimes it's associated with also other types of emotions you know yeah. like uh, there is an anger sometimes it's it's a cover for all other emotions right so so there is sadness and grief and all that uh, involved so yeah so i would usually cry after that i so feel you <laughs> i had a similar experience again on retreat where There was some anger coming up in an activity. I felt it rising and I did the tantra. <laughs> I was doing all the right things. And it and it really did work because, you know, you speaking of the tears, literally when I'd done that anger release, I could go lower down into the sadness that was below it. And so tears were flowing and great healing came from that for me. And I do totally agree with you that beneath anger is almost always deep sadness, you know? 
Yeah. Yes. But it's funny how easy it is to accumulate it as well. And have you ever had that experience of withholding anger and noticing the impact of that? Yes. (laughs) I do that quite a lot, uh, actually, because I feel sometimes it's not about the other person, what they're doing, but it's like what trigger they're pushing, right? So I would rather take some time off and by myself to figure out what it that actually is and come back from a more empowered place. Mm. So, so it's more like doing a little bit that work uh, on myself and then going back to the person. And I would say there is a timing involved there as well. Because sometimes if things are just set in the spur of the moment and then it's just released and it doesn't become bigger. But as I see it, there is a clarity that needs to be established with myself in terms of, okay, this is only about this and it's not something else, right? So it's not something else that's being triggered by this person, but it's only the thing that this person is doing that is causing or it has the impact on me that I'm responding to, right? But when it's something completely or deeper or something historical, then I feel like I need to take the time off and connect with myself and becoming really clear what it is about that I come back to and, and set some boundaries or make things clear, clarify some assumptions or whatever it is, whatever it is. So that clarity, I think that's important for the process yeah so much wisdom in that share and actually as you were speaking it made something really clear for me and it was you know there is healthy expression of anger which isn't always pretty but usually serves in some way because it's immediate and it's relevant to the situation and then of course there's the projection of anger that can come from places just like what you were saying really Megena you know from our past from you know, wounds that were not really healed. And um, and then we're kind of, you know, dumping stuff on to the situation rather than just healthily expressing what's there in the here and now, right? Yeah, exactly. But when is it the hardest for you to express anger? Yes, I love that question. <laughs> it's, a, it's a hard question to answer. And I want to say with people I love dearly, The more I love someone, the harder it is for me to risk the separation and potential rejection that the expression of my anger might elicit. You see, because there, there is an assumption created that if I express the anger, the people will not be able to hold it and they will leave. I'll be rejected. I'll be abandoned. Right. And, and you're not alone with that one, because I think I have the same. And also for me, it's like, what will they think? And from my experience, actually, the opposite happens. <laughs> totally. Right. It's because the more I express where I am and also the anger, the more I teach people as well how I want to be treated, because the opposite is I'm faking it. I'm, I'm becoming the pleaser. I'm not being true in that relationship or whatever friend relationship, whatever relationship that is, Uh, you know, so, so expressing fully what is not okay with us. It's you're setting boundaries. You're teaching people how you want to be treated. You're having respect for yourself. So it's self-love first and foremost and self-respect. 
Yeah. I love what you're saying there. And it's kind of scary when we do it, isn't it? Because it's like, wow, I'm, I feel like I'm putting myself really on the line here because I love you dearly. This has pissed me off and I need to name it actually for the sake of myself and you feels frightening. And yet mainly like you say, the impact is that if that person loves us as we love them, they're just going to be grateful, even if it's hard to hear and they're going to feel the heart and the love and the transparency in that, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So ladies and us included, <laughs> let's, let's express anger in its healthy state because the more we keep it, the worse it gets. Totally. You know, I had a few experiences in groups prior to, um, well, actually during the leadership journey where um, maybe it was an anger rising or a feeling rising or whatever, or, or just a, a knowingness. And I would be in this pattern of feeling it rising, feeling a bit frightened of that and just holding it and it being felt anyway without me articulating it, but it having not such a good impact because it was like it was in the space, but it wasn't being named or um, articulated by me. And so I think that's the flip side of what you've just said there is like, if you don't do that, then actually what you think might be somehow saving face or, um, you know, a holding back for the sake of good or whatever, it might not actually be having that impact. It might be still present, you know, below the behaviors and between the words. Yeah, absolutely. Because your energy speaks louder, right? Yeah. And also it, it feels like it's more like a passive aggressive behavior yeah. <laughs> rather than uh, rather than being true to to who you are and what you're feeling and paying respect to yourself and also others involved. So and you're doing a service to everyone, right? Because if definitely if there are sensitive people and if they know you well, people can sense it <laughs> how you are, even though you, you're not speaking up. Yeah. Thank you for listening to the Untaming Femininity podcast. Join our inspiring tribe of women on Facebook to experience a deeper connection with yourself and to feel the empowerment of female solidarity. Tune in next Sunday for your weekly dose of depth, lightness, and heartfelt shares. <laughs>